Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. And if you know me, you know I love the 20s era. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love drama and thrills, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? You can chat and play with or against others by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. What is up, everybody? This episode is rotted to the core. We are going to be talking about somebody who we've mentioned a lot in passing, and that will be Mr. Dan Schneider. Troy, I feel like Dan Schneider and Lou Pearlman are the reason you and I even became like friendly talking through DMs. Would you agree with that? 1000% agree with that. I definitely feel like Dan and Lou are like our collective white whale yeah like we both just hate these men so much and (laughs) it's like crazy to exist in a world where like we like it feels like there's so much information about uh Dan out there but like there are still so many people that have no idea who he is absolutely and I do want to say like trigger warning we're going to be talking a lot about like pedophilia, molestation, things like that. So this isn't a fun episode. No, it's behind the paywall for a reason. Yeah, exactly. I was, I wanted to start by saying, you know, according to reports, there's been no formal complaint against Schneider and he denies these allegations of him being inappropriate. So everything from here on out is alleged. I want to ask you just off the top, like, when did you become aware of Dan Schneider? Jeanette McCurdy. Okay. When I saw her Vine saying, hey, Dan Schneider, I know you watch my Vine. Look what you did to me. I was like, who is Dan Schneider? Because I yeah. always thought like Jeanette, Jeanette reminded me a lot of Amanda Bynes. Mm-hmm. Like really funny, really witty, very, very good at the role she was playing. Right. And when I saw that, I was like, that's weird. Yeah, And then you didn't even have to dig that deep because I think the first thing I found was all the foot fetish stuff. Mm -hmm. And I want to say I was probably in maybe not high school, but early college at least. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it must've been probably around the same for me. It was definitely college for sure. And, um, you know, Dan Schneider is one of those rare cases, much like Lou Pearlman, where like this is extent this is a blind item story because mm-hmm. Dan Schneider does not get reported on nearly enough by mainstream media and this is one of those rare cases where 
this is a blind item that has like sort of bled out into just normal, you know, regular news reading people know about this. And, you know, like we just recorded an episode uh, with Shannon from Fluently Forward. And we talked about like the, this idea that blind items could be dangerous. And it's like, well, as, without blind items, nobody would know that Dan Schneider was doing this shit to children. So it's like, that is such a layered conversation. Like, this is one of the stories that I'm like, thank God I read blind items. Yeah, I I completely agree. And as we always say with blind items, because people will DM us and be like, you shouldn't believe all blind items. And we don't. We don't. Like, I think with blind items, you have to take everything with a grain of salt, but you have to do that with anything you read online. Yeah, I think... I, I mean, I hope that it, it it comes off and that it's perceived on this podcast that we are just presenting blind items that exist. Like we're not telling you that they're one hundred percent real. Some of them, I mean, it's you have to kind of use your own judgment and do your own research. And in an hour, there's no way that we can go through every blind item about somebody when they've been famous for a long time. It's just not possible. Like, so we would hope that when you listen to this, it inspires you to go look shit up, YouTube shit, read blind items, like do your own research. But Dan Schneider is very easy to, it's really, I mean, like you said, it's not hard to find out shit about Dan Schneider. And, and I know we've talked about this on other episodes, but I'm just like, how did he avoid the Me Too movement? It's crazy. I don't get it. And I think this is something we've said multiple times on this podcast. People don't want to believe that this happens to kids. Uh, yeah for sure it's just too it's almost like too dark to even allow yourself to like think about it so you'd rather just not know mm-hmm. like I've had conversations with people where I'm like like maybe like a year ago my friend one of my friends brought up um Dan Schneider and his weird videos that she found on Twitter because those are so popular now yeah and um I was like well yeah like he that's always been a thing and I, we were talking about Ariana Grande and and she was like, all right, I've heard enough. All right, enough, enough, enough. And that's like the reaction. And it's like, well, this is happening. And people sit their kids in front of these shows, like, and this is happening. And some of the shows that he has produced, he's also done movies, but I just wrote down like a couple of the shows. Zoe 101, iCarly, Sam and Cat, Victorious, Good Burger, Drake and Josh, Amanda Show, and all that, just to name a few. So he has been in our lives since we were kids. Yeah, totally. He, I mean, he's had such a major impact on the content that we consumed when we were young. Um, You know, I think for me, when I found out about him, the person that really, it was Amanda. Yeah. I've always had an obsession with Amanda Bynes. She was like, you know, when she was younger, it was like, oh my God, like, I love this fucking comedy queen. She's a legend. Like I used to, when I was younger, I used to watch her fucking childhood stand up on YouTube all the time because I just could not believe how funny she was. Like I really, even still today, like I believe that she was like uh, one of the greatest comedic talents of our entire generation. Like could have been a Kristen Wiig, you know, like she's amazing. And I blame him for what happened to her. I completely agree. And I'm not a huge Hillary Duff girl, 
And when people are like, why don't you like Hillary Duff? I'm like, cause I was obsessed with Amanda Bynes. I was obsessed with like someone who was really, really, really fucking talented. Yeah. Like lightning in a bottle once in a lifetime comedic. Like Mary Tyler Moore. Literally. That's the, I think that's the best comparison. Yeah. A child, Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah. So before we get into all the blinds, I want to read a statement from Nickelodeon because they actually cut ties with Dan in 2018, which was the midst of the Me Too movement. Mm -hmm. Following many conversations together about next directions and future opportunities, Nickelodeon and our longtime creative partner, Dan Schneider slash Schneider's Bakery have agreed to not extend the current deal. Since several Schneider's bakery projects are wrapping up, both sides agree that this is a natural time for Nickelodeon and Schneider's Bakery to pursue other opportunities and projects. Dan and his Schneider's Bakery team have created a string of lasting groundbreaking hits over the years, including iCarly, Drake and Josh, Victorious, Keenan and Kel, and the current number one hit show on Nickelodeon, Henry Danger. The statement continued, We thank Dan and his Schneider's Bakery Productions, executives, and social media team for their immeasurable contributions to Nickelodeon, and we wish them the best in their future endeavors. And Dan and Schneider's Bakery are proud of the work they did with Nickelodeon, and we will always remain big fans of each other. Crazy, because if you know about this story and you followed it for a long time, you know Nickelodeon fought their asses off to protect this man they went out of their way to protect him to shield him from lawsuits to pay people off to pay off people's parents to pay off kids like they would like move him around and give him different titles at Nickelodeon to hide him Mm -hmm. they really tried hard to protect him and it's crazy and it's kind of crazy because we don't we talk about the Disney machine a lot but like the yeah. Nickelodeon machine was just as bad. It just, I guess it didn't have the Demi's and the Selena's and the Jonas Brothers. Right. But I mean, it had Keenan, Keenan Thompson, right? Amanda Bynes, um, Miranda Cosgrove. It did have big names coming from it. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't know why we don't bring up Nickelodeon as often as we bring up Disney, especially because the outcome has been so dark i mean disney is dark but nickelodeon is dark to dark dark like dark yeah and i mean ariana grande too came from nickelodeon yeah yeah so it's i'm kind of like why don't we talk about nickelodeon like the nick machine yeah and i'm i guess i'm just gonna keep saying this the whole episode but like to what you said earlier like i do not understand how dan didn't get me too and I think a lot of people who read blind items thought this is it. Mm-hmm. Like, it I like, did. I did too. I was like, this is the moment. Even um, Crazy Days and Nights wrote about it as if like, it's happening. Finally, it's going to happen. These, you know, these kids are going to get redemption. Amanda Bynes, what she's been waiting for is going to happen. Like, you know, and it, and it didn't. They just very quietly fired him. I remember a couple publications kind of talking about it, but you know, I think that he's an example of how, you know, having friends in in high places can really help you. No doubt. No doubt about that. 
Um, I would say the two most vocal Nickelodeon stars have been Jeanette McCurdy and Amanda Bynes. Would you agree with that? 1,000%. And what sucks is they both went, quote unquote, crazy at one point. So people don't think they're credible sources anymore. Yeah. Jeanette, I think Jeanette has like come out on the other side more. I know she's been doing a lot of interviews, how her mom is a monster. She talks Mm -hmm. a lot about that, how she was taken advantage of, but she never says Dan's name other than in that vine. Yeah. And something that you and I have talked about before is like, you know, this idea that like child stars just go crazy. Like it's like, oh, they can't handle the fame and they just go crazy. That doesn't happen to people. Like mm-hmm. if you yourself listening to this were, you know, put into a situation where you were put on TV and put in movies and stuff and overworked and exhausted or whatever, you wouldn't then just start acting manic in public all the time and doing like that doesn't happen to people. That's not how the world works. Like we've been brainwashed to think that that's just normal. Like, oh, they just go nuts. No, they don't. Like there are tons of child stars that don't go crazy. So if that's the case, then what, I don't get it. Right. Right. Like what about Miranda Cosgrove? She never went, had that. Right. You know, Mandy Moore, just random ones, but yeah, it's, it's so tough. And I wanted to start with a blind from 2007. Ooh. Okay. Throwback. I don't even know how you define what list someone is when they are on some ensemble show watched by teens and preteens. So go with the above and make her a female. Make her pregnant, which is causing the producers to have a heart attack because they really don't need any more scandals. But wait, there's more. One of the producers who is old enough to be her grandfather shouldn't be having a heart attack because of shock because he is the one who knocked her up. Her boyfriends are being lined up as we speak. Well, two months later, Jamie Lynn Spears announced she was pregnant. One of the producers on Jamie Lynn's Nickelodeon show, Zoe 101, is Dan Schneider. And he was at American Idol two months later. Who was sitting next to him? None other than Miranda Cosgrove, the 14-year-old star of iCarly. And then this is just like a comment that I thought was, that I thought we could talk about. Mm Mm-hmm. Doesn't it seem odd that if Miranda Cosgrove was going to go to American Idol, she would go with her producer? Why not a cute boy her age or her best friend co-star or her parents? I'm not saying she's sleeping with her producer, but it seems like she's sleeping with this producer. Also, sleeping with is the incorrect term. Agreed, yeah. They, and people say that a lot when it comes to Miranda, too. Yeah, I'm not going to say sleeping with. I'm going to say she's being groomed by Dan. Yeah, she's fucking 14. Yeah, I just wanted to clarify that. Yeah, no, I I 1000% agree. Um, Yeah, I I have some interesting Miranda blinds. It's it's like the way that this has been painted in blind items and by people who sort of are in the know is that Miranda was a willing participant in this whole thing and that the other girls weren't. And that they sort of suffered the consequences long-term of not being willing to like play by the rules as they call it. Mm -hmm. Um, So somebody like Jeanette, like 
gets punished for not wanting to fucking sleep with a a, a sick fuck whereas like you know Miranda is given like career opportunities or whatever and that's how people have viewed it and I agree I thought I think that that's really weird it's like well she was fucking 14 and and honestly think of my first job I was working at a sub shop right mm-hmm. and if my boss was to tell me to do something I would have probably done it yeah you're 14 years old and, and even worse, they're in the entertainment business. Yeah. So if even if she was quote unquote willing, she wasn't because she's 14 and her brain is like not functioning correctly. Yeah. And like, do you know anything about her parents? I don't. I I kind of feel like they're not super involved. Yeah, because I'm always sorry, there's a 5150 way by. No, you're fine. Can you hear it? Yeah, yeah, but it's fine. Okay. Um, you know, the interesting thing that I always look at is like the parents. I'm always like, well, what kind of parents do they have? Because if you are, say, Jeanette McCurdy and you have stage parents, like classic, you know, old school Shirley Temple style fucking stage parents, right? Like this industry is full of predators, obviously. Mm-hmm. And if you have parents that are willing to basically give you up to the industry and be raised by the industry and this shit is going to happen and just based on history when you look at people like Macaulay Culkin Lindsay Lohan those are people that had parents Corey Feldman those are people that had parents that were willing to give their kids away to the industry for financial benefit and you know it's like it's a tale as old as time um and I don't know I just think it's interesting I wonder what her I mean, for her to be going to American Idol as his date, I mean, she must, I can't imagine that they're like great people. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know anything. I didn't like read anything about her parents, but I always just kind of assume that they weren't around. Right. Um, I'm going to read one. I'm going to read another Miranda one since we're on the topic. Mm Mm-hmm. It says, this skeevy kid show producer, Dan Schneider, might not be hands-on involved with the reboot of iCarly at his former, his former network, Nickelodeon, but with his best friend, Brian Rob- Robbins, running the show, he was able to keep one of the stars, Jeanette McCree, off the show, you know, because she said things about him and didn't try hard enough to stay quiet about the 30-something producer essentially living with the actress when she was 16. So the big star, Miranda Cosgrove, gets a comeback because she kept her breakdown to herself and didn't broadcast her life to the world and how she continues to struggle in the aftermath of the show. And I just found that to be interesting because it's like, you know, we also have to take into account that just because we don't see it, you know, the, the, the public Amanda Bynes breakdown doesn't mean it didn't happen, you know? Yeah, for sure. And, and it's so crazy because I know Dan allegedly isn't attached to the iCarly reboot, but right. like Jeanette still isn't on it. Mm-hmm. So I guess to me, I'm like, why is that? Why, why is it? And again, she might just be like, that was the most traumatic time of my life. Right. But I don't know that that stood up to me a lot. And someone was like, well, Dan's not involved with it. I'm like, fuck Dan's not involved with it. Exactly. It's his show. It's his show. And he's still, the thing is, Nickelodeon only fired him to save face. They fired him to make sort of a public declaration that like, we're good people 
and mm-hmm. we don't keep bad people on board but they like Dan Schneider like I said they protected him for years and he's in good graces with everybody at that network so he's not there but he's there and there are also blind items about him being around all the time mm-hmm. he goes to Nickelodeon parties he is always on set of these shows he's basically working for Nickelodeon still yeah I have a blind from 2012 and when I saw who allegedly wrote this statement to crazy days and nights my jaw hit the floor okay Robert Downey Jr. allegedly sent this to crazy days and nights Mm, okay yeah okay about Dan Schneider specifically He's a monster, the worst predator alive. And if you wonder why no one will confront or charge him, he's in charge of multiple hit shows for Nick, which rakes in oceans of money, tens of millions of dollars multiplied by many years in many shows, not to mention his merchandising royalties. So Viacom and Nick warn him to cool it, then pay for his damn lawyers. What about the parents? No tweener parents who shove their kid into the limelight from birth is going to cross him either and risk career suicide and loss of revenue revenue and residuals in future career, no matter how bad it fucks the kid up, especially if there's multiple kid actors in the family and the kids agents are complicit too. just ask the Spears family. A lot of settlements get paid out of Viacom's account Viacom's accounts. Yeah, you read a lot about these settlements that they just, mm-hmm. they because sh- they have so much money. Like they like that blind said, they make tens of millions of dollars with these giant shows. Um, it sucks when horrible people are talented. Like that's a, a really shitty thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're able to just shove money in people's mouths and, and I'm, sh- I'm sure threaten them and scare them. These kids that have been on one show for a month that have no, you know, I mean- it's awful. Mm-hmm. I have um, one from 2014 when Dan Schneider was honored with a Lifetime Achievement Award at the Kids' Choice Awards. <laughs> Just, like, what the fuck? Okay. Yeah. At the Kids' Choice Awards on Saturday night, Dan Schneider was honored with a Lifetime Achievement Award. Despite him receiving the award, two of the biggest stars... He has produced in the past decade, Jeanette McCurdy and Miranda Cosgrove both skipped the show. Like with most award shows on Nickelodeon and MTV, the winners are announced long before the telecast. This ensures that big stars who show up get an award. Jeanette actually received more votes than eventual winner Ariana Grande, but was told that she would not be receiving the award because of her photo leak scandal. She was also told that if Sam and Cat returns, which is doubtful at this point, that her contract would not be renewed. Dan Schneider could have saved her, but chose not to. He's more concerned with looking after himself and finding fresh female talent. Jeanette boycotted the award and Miranda boycotted, even though she was told she won an award right along with her. When Jeanette asked Ariana to also boycott the show, Ariana refused. Jeanette immediately unfollowed Ariana on Twitter and was a no-show at the awards. Can we talk about the Ariana of it all? Yeah, because she's still close with them. So I don't know if you listened to the um, NT episode, the Crazy Days and Nights episode of his podcast about Dan. I did not. 
So he talked about how during that time, and if you watch like the videos and stuff of Ariana, like on set of those shows, like it's very fucking odd. Yeah. But he talked about like how Ariana was kind of like, because of the fact that she came into the industry with a bunch of money, she was super fucking talented. She's like one of those people where it's like, well, I'm obviously going to be famous, but who's going to make me famous? Like mm-hmm. who gets the who gets the opportunity to make me famous? Like she came in with a lot more sort of attitude and and bigger balls than most kids would in in her position, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Auntie Lara talked about how she sort of saw it as an opportunity to like she just took she took from that opportunity what she could and and dealt with that sick fuck and like adopted like a weird voice like if you watch videos of her during that time she like changed her voice and like she still kind of talks like that sometimes but like that all happened during her time on that show oh yeah and it seems like yeah from what I've read Jeanette had a really big problem with her because she won't publicly denounce Dan she like still follows him on shit and is friendly with him So this is from a July 2021 deadline report. So not that long ago, a Viacom CBS investigation found that Schneider was allegedly yelling and throwing tantrums, as well as sending angry emails and texts to child actors outside of working hours. He also allegedly asked for shoulder and neck massages. Addressing the accusations, the producers told the New York Times that he, quote, never interacted with actors in any way, texting or otherwise, that should make anyone uncomfortable. I couldn't and I wouldn't have the long-term friendships and continued loyalty from so many reputable people if I'd mistreated my actors of any age, especially minors. He calls the feet pics ridiculous. And Schneider claims that if anyone he worked with over the years saw him as difficult, it was because of the high standards he held for his work. The longtime producer admitted, however, that he may have been a little harsh at times. Quote, over the years, I've grown and matured as a producer and a leader. I'm sure I'm better and more gentle at communicating today. Let's talk about the foot stuff. Let's talk about it. This is the the weird thing about Dan is that there are things that are so tangible that you can look at yourself. There are compilations on the internet, on TikTok, on YouTube, on Twitter. I mean, this is a story that Gen Z has even like gotten their, their, their teeth into. And they really are like, what the fuck was going on with these shows? And a lot of people have made compilation videos, including people that have auditioned. I've watched some on Twitter of um girls that auditioned for Dan Schneider shows and they told the whole experience of what happens and Dan Schneider is openly has a foot fetish he is obsessed with feet Mm -hmm. and when you compile all of the like foot fetishy stuff that he's put into his shows it's hours and hours and hours of girls smushing fruit with their feet and pouring ketchup on their feet and eating it off and doing weird just weird shit like putting their foot in other girls mouths um lots of close-ups of feet uh during the time that Dan Schneider was like reigning over Nickelodeon their emblem was a foot there are a lot of weird tweets being like tickle your feet and send us a picture like very fucking weird 
yeah, they created like a foot hashtag where it was like, it's, I don't know what, it was like foot Wednesday or whatever. And on Wednesdays, like, you know what the deal is, kids, send send us your foot photos. Yeah, and like you said, like this week, the theme is like tickle your foot or like put peanut butter in between your toes and send us pictures. And there's, I mean, I have uh, a blind about Dan deleting a lot of stuff online, but like, you know, there were, I mean, luckily people saved it because the internet is the best, but like, there's just miles and miles and miles of threads of him responding to children on Twitter that are sending him photos of feet and being like, oh, like amazing. Send us another one. Like it's insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, t- or this tweet, this blind is from 2020. It says the pervy producer from the tween network must be expecting something big to come out about him. You don't delete thousands and thousands of tweets in a couple of hours for just no reason. He deleted 4,276 tweets in a single day. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just found this tweet. It's from 2013, and it's from the Sam and Cat um, Twitter. Okay. Sam and Cat tomorrow, right on the bottom of your foot, take a pic and use hashtag Sam and Cat's Saturday. We'll RT and follow until our fingers are sore. And even aside from just the feet, I mean, there are videos of like, you know, like every kid show has jokes that you're like, oh, I'm an adult now. And I understand that that's like, you know, that was an adult joke. How funny. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. But Dan Schneider's jokes are about shit that you're like, that is insanity. Like jokes about ejaculation and threesomes and group sex and dildos like on a kid show. Um, very famously, there's a clip that is now, I mean, I think lives in infamy, but is very popular on TikTok of Ariana Grande in a scene on like her bed on her show where she's like, like, if you squeeze a potato, can you get potato juice out of it? And she's like stroking a potato with her hands, with her mouth open. There's like, a she puts her foot in her mouth. There's like a moment where she's like leaning laying on her back with her head off the bed squeeze mm-hmm. pretending to squeeze this potato into her mouth with her tongue out like it's so over the top and so in your face that it's like these men are so fucking pompous and obviously think that nothing can ever happen to them which i guess they're right shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with internet's best converting checkouts. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% off all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen. 
and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way, because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash blinds, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash blinds. Okay, so before we get into Amanda Bynes, we have to talk about Jamie Lynn Spears. Yeah. Because... There are a lot, a lot, a lot of rumors that either Dan or another producer on the show are the mm-hmm. actual is the actual father of her daughter. Right. And you know, I know we did our Jamie Lynn episode, and I don't think Jamie Lynn is a good person anymore, but nobody deserves that, first of all. Right. And then I see that and I'm like, well, no wonder why she's so angry. Totally. You know, so with Jamie Lynn, I try and give a little more like take, I guess, but the Zoe 101 set sounds like it was a mess in general. Mm-hmm. Um, she said that, or Alexa Nicholas, Nic- Nicholas, who played Nicole Bristow on Zoe 101, mm-hmm. she said Dan Schneider thrived in this environment i can't imagine a bunch of parentless tweens that are desperate and you know have stage parents and we know for sure that jamie lynn was on her fucking own she didn't have a a felicia right that's true jamie lynn did not have a felicia colada to travel around the world with her and protect her she was alone on this set all the time as the lead and you have to imagine there's a on a show where thousands and thousands and thousands of kids are are auditioning and I do want to talk I want to talk about the audition process because there's a girl that talked about that too but you have thousands of kids showing up to these group auditions or whatever they can choose to make anybody the lead of a show Mm-hmm. So if you're Dan Schneider and you're this like sadistic fuck, you have to think if you are the lead of one of these shows, it's for a reason. Right. Um, so yeah, it leads you to think like, and then, you know, factor in that she doesn't have parents with her or a guardian. It's crazy. Yeah. What do you think of that rumor? I mean, <sighs> listen you and I always say where there's smoke there's fire like there's a lot of smoke the 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 story that the the Spears family painted about how she got pregnant and the 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 guy that she got pregnant by seemed extremely sus it was extremely suspect when it came out it seemed very fake and very planted very PR Mm -hmm. and I just I don't put anything past that family at this point. I think we'd be fools too. I don't want to believe that to be true, but I've also read even outside of Jamie that there are a lot of girls that had scares. Right. Um, I actually have 
a line, I think this is from 2019, I want to say. Okay. This is a Jamie Lynn one that says, the three-named former a list tween slash teen mostly television actress recently found out her offspring has multiple half-siblings. Apparently the producer father was busy with other teens from other shows. And I mean, I've read that for years that like people focus so much on Jamie Lynn, but like there could be dozens of kids that he's fathered. It's like, it makes your skin, it makes your stomach hurt. This one, I have a 2018 blind as well. Being covered up or at least trying to cover it up was the discovery on set of this now shut down show. There were multiple cameras in each trailer, dressing room, wardrobe, and hair, and makeup. Literally hundreds of cameras in places where there was any chance of nudity. The show, a tween type show, had hundreds of tweens cycled through the sessions. It is unknown how many thousands of images and recordings exist. The executives at the network are trying to keep this all quiet because they would potentially be facing a hundred, facing hundreds of lawsuits from anyone. This all came out after the showrunner was fired. Oh God, it's so heavy. This is a tough one. Yeah, this is like, this may be my hardest one. This is a lot. I just hate this man so much. And like, I just, it just enrages me that like people just allow him to exist out in the world. Like he's just allowed to get, he's just allowed to work and stuff still. Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, what do you think about it? What do you think about the Jamie Linovo? I mean, I don't want to believe it. I yeah. really don't. But I also don't think Casey, is that who they tried to say, baby daddy, Casey? Yeah. I don't think Casey's the dad. Right. But this is like hard to believe for me. Right. But that's not saying I don't, believe it does that make sense yeah you don't want to right I totally get it yeah it's just it's hard and it's sick but like you said we've seen what the Spears family is capable of yeah and Jamie Lynn was left with this monster unsupervised for however long the show was going Mm -hmm. and he was running rampant at Nickelodeon there was no touching him yeah so who's to say it's not true Um, I do want to talk about what I've heard as far as the audition process. Okay. Yeah. So there was a girl who came forward a couple years ago. I think she told her story on Twitter, I want to say. Um, and she talked about the process for auditioning for a Dan Schneider show. And she basically said that, you know, she showed, there was an open call. So like a bunch of kids just showed up and they do it at these like banquet, you know, banquet rooms and hotels or whatever mm-hmm. and she showed up and it's Dan and and that guy who I mentioned earlier uh Brett or Brent or whatever his like friend that still works at the network that yeah he works with still um so it's them and it's all these older men and it's a room full of young kids and she basically said that the audition process consisted of them like being passed around on people's laps like sitting on lots of laps they they had to show their feet 
And she was like, you know, imagine like a, a, a room full of children, like showing their feet to producers and then being asked to like cuddle, basically. That's the, the that's the audition. And um, they did it in a way where they were like, you know, we like to see what the kids are like without their parents around because, you know, kids are nervous when their parents are around. So we asked the parents to not be here. So they locked the parents out of the audition and they get to do this like as often as they'd like. Like if they feel like doing this, they just put an ad out and they have thousands and thousands of kids that show up to these hotels for hours and they get free reign over them and they get to do whatever they want. And then, you know, if they feel like starting some new multi-million dollar show that will probably do really well, they can. Or if they wanted this to just be like their version of a fucking strip club night, they can do that as well. And then that's it. And Nickelodeon knows that this happens and they don't care. And it's fucking insane. It's just, it is hard to like imagine that this is what happens, but it is. I actually just found this quote. I was going to say we should end on it, but honestly, we probably should have started with it. Okay. The theme of pedophilia in Hollywood is all too common. I mean, ridiculously common. It's all hush-hush because of the amount of money and executive power most of these people have. But regardless, stories get out. Stories like parents who are familiar with the business of whoring out their own child to known pedophile producers and have no problem doing so because they're usually abusive themselves and want their child to become the family's cash cow. Many parents who are unfamiliar with the business don't realize what they're getting their child into beforehand, but when their child confides in them after being inappropriately touched by a producer, the parents don't want to file an accusation and ruin everything that child has essentially built for them. Child stars are often molested at a young age and then become hypersexual by the time they're in their late teens. By then, they're willing, they are willing to fuck any and every producer they can for a gig. While they're getting money and fame in exchange for sex, they may not feel guilty about it at the time because they are being instantly rewarded for their behavior. But as these stars get older and less desirable to producers and get less famous, the actions of their youth come back to psychologically haunt them, resulting in meltdowns and erratic behavior. Just look at stars like Brittany, Lindsay, Macaulay, Amanda Bynes, and many others. It becomes apparent. One of the greatest examples of an alleged child predator producer is Dan Schneider, who created and wrote Zoe 101, all that, Victorious, iCarly, The Amanda Show, Drake and Joss, and What I Like About You, and is the most successful writer slash TV executive in children's entertainment for the last 30 years. Wow. I mean, that sums it the fuck up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Especially the, the part about like them in their later teens, early 20s becoming hypersexual. We've mm-hmm. talked about that a million times. Have you ever seen an open secret? Mm-mm. There was a documentary that came out of maybe two years ago, maybe longer, maybe three years ago. I don't know. It was it was a while ago. Um, it was supposed to have like a um a wide release at theaters. It's called an open secret. I think it's available on YouTube. And it was like the documentary, like to expose all of this shit. It was supposed to be like the kids me too documentary was it the Corey Feldman one or no 
No, this was like a real deal, like okay, studio, okay. like budget, big thing. And they had all these kids that have been in a bunch of films and they talked to all these adults who were former child stars that um, went to like Brian Singer parties and stuff. Like they exposed the entire orchestration of Brian Singer's parties and how they work. And um, a lot of Brian Singer boys were interviewed. They talked about basically just the fact that like, it's such a system, like from every level, from like, like they talked about this guy that was doing headshots, for example, he was like a, like a, a really popular headshot photographer for child stars. Mm-hmm. And um, this talent agent, she was like going through his photos and she saw that he was getting emails from people that he was like selling photos on the side. And she was like, well, what, what photos would he be selling if they're not, they're studio photos. They're like, pictures of unknown kids and headshots like but what he'd be selling and it turns out he was taking like gross pictures as well of kids and like selling them on ebay but he this guy was the premier child star headshot person like he took pictures of everybody and it also turns out that he was like managing people so he managed leonardo dicaprio as a kid and he managed toby mcguire as a kid he was their manager and he managed tom cruise when he was younger and he would have these guys like live in his house to get them set up and ready for hollywood and heavy quote fingers like the machine of it all is so like big that it makes you understand like why more people don't say something yeah because like what the fuck are you supposed to do if you're a 12 year old and i just want to say i know like QAnon and pizzagate and all that stuff i don't I don't want people thinking that we are trying to be that because we're not. No. This is something that really is happening in Hollywood and it needs to be talked about. It's honestly so sad that QAnon has attached itself to this specific thing. Yeah. Because it makes me think like, well, I was wondering, what if QAnon had attached itself to Me Too? Then would women not be getting uh, assaulted in Hollywood either? because yeah. QAnon has decided to like make it their cause yeah like that is like a group of fucking psychopaths that have decided to take something really sick and like turn it into a political thing yeah I have a blind from 2012 about Jamie Lynn Spears this former almost A-list tweener has been desperate to get back on television since her abrupt departure a few years ago Her parents won't let her, though, because they don't want to have to answer questions about what happened, which would break wide open the Hasley concocted cover story that barely stood up to any kind of examination. I know. Oh, my God. It's like making me sick. Do you want to talk about Amanda? Let's let's talk about Amanda because, yeah, let's talk Amanda. I want to read a blind that I consider to be like one of the most iconic blind items maybe in history. Mm -hmm. Um, So as we've talked about before, Amanda Bynes has like a really close relationship to NT Lawyer and she's used his website to try and communicate her thoughts about her conservatorship and her family and stuff like, because nobody listens to Amanda Bynes. Like as often as people want to say like, oh, I miss Amanda Bynes or whatever, like publications do not listen to her. Mm-hmm. They don't take anything she says seriously. They don't give her the platform to speak. 
And if they do, it's like, Amanda, remember when you said that you want to drink to murder your vagina? And it's like, this girl has so much to say, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So in 2018, after years of using Crazy Days and Nights as a platform to try and get her voice out there, Amanda wrote an open letter to the readers of that website that was coded. So I'm going to read the letter and then we can talk about what it says, really. Last night, after the news broke about a certain producer, an actress all of you know who, who knows the producer as well as anyone sent me this. Thank you for all your ongoing support. I don't know how any of these men sleep at night, but if there's one thing that I do know, it's that what's done in the dark always comes to light, XOXO. Sorry, I thought I was clever, smiley face. I unfortunately will obviously not be making any comments whatsoever for obvious reasons. And unfortunately, I feel as though the only way the legitimate stories can make the headlines regarding Dan Schneider is if other public other publicity is if others publicly speak on his behavior dan was truly like a second father to me but things changed after the second incident i don't know if i will ever be able to have children or have the family of my dreams people have been picking this scab for years i just want to be the one who finally rips it off now when that item was revealed it showed in the blind that there were random letters capitalized in -hmm. the blind and when you put together the letters that were capitalized it spells out in capitals dan did it and when that first came out like i aged an entire year in one second yeah it blew me the fuck away killed me she tried she tried so hard her i will say her and jeanette and then the girl from iCarly with the glasses, the oh, one right. who um, Jamie had Britney bully. Yes. She's tried to talk about it, but yeah. she's always shut down too. Yeah. And where's like, where's fucking Nick Cannon and all this? Where's like, you know what I mean? Where are these? Yeah. He had stake in Nickelodeon for a long time. That's why I don't really fuck with him, to be honest. Yeah. I don't fuck with him because he grew up with Amanda Bynes. He was on all that as a child as well. He knows what happened. He has a huge platform. And like, I understand that he, you know, he was like doing the music or whatever for Nickelodeon, but it's like, you know, he's been interviewed about Amanda a million times and he gives the most surface bullshit. I don't want to be involved. You know, he's a pussy. Like, yeah, he's a pussy. He watched, he grew up with that girl. He knows what happened. And I've always expected at some point he would like man up and like say something. And he never does. And I'm just like, he's that grosses me out. I guess really like any of the big stars, they just must be terrified. Yeah. I would imagine it's got to be really scary, like the threats and stuff, you know? Oh, I can't even imagine. So Amanda did a interview with Republic World. And she actually said in that Dan Schneider's actions were creepy and inappropriate. And again, people are just like, oh, Amanda. I know. Drug addict, Amanda. Yeah. Remember Amanda's tweets? It's like. Remember when she called Rihanna ugly? Yeah, it's like. Yes, I remember when Amanda was in the midst of a, 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 a public manic episode. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when like. 
one of the most talented child actors that we've ever seen was being publicly fucking smeared all over the internet and having her image destroyed from trauma. And let's talk a little bit more about Amanda because everybody wants us to do Amanda episode. And I know that we have to dive into like Amanda, Amanda, Amanda. Right, yeah. But a big part of her story is the Dan Schneider of it all. Right. And I guess I compare him a lot to Lou Pearlman. Yeah, so much. Just imagine someone who has your whole career in the palm of his hand and he just keeps dangling it back and forth, Mm -hmm. back and forth. And, and yeah, he just, and it sounds like with like Jeanette, Amanda, and the girl from Zoe 101, there was like a switch that happened where all of a sudden they weren't like prized possessions anymore. Right. He has the girls from Victorious now. He doesn't need, you know, he doesn't need um, Amanda anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is just a constant onslaught of girls just, you know, willing to do whatever because they want to be on Nickelodeon and be on a show that makes them millions of dollars. Like, you know, and it's like, it's almost like in comparison, he is the only person I can think to really compare to Lou. But in comparison, he's so much worse because at least Lou fell out of good graces with the public. Like, you know, he really, if you look at it, like, he, it's like he had a couple really successful boy bands and then they publicly were like, oh no, he's rotted. No, 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 no. And then they sued him and then he was done. Yeah, that's true. You know, but Dan is like as powerful as he's ever been with no job. He has to still be involved somehow. Totally. He's 1,000% one, involved. And if you think about it, it's like the only reason he, it's not like he was like, let's just be honest. It's not like he was, he was making kid shows about people slipping on banana peels. He wasn't right. making Schindler's List. So it's not like he was making those shows out of some creative need to express himself or whatever. So it's like, he still gets the benefit of being able to be a gross fucker and show up at children's auditions and shit and not have to work. He'll never right. need to work again. He's made hundreds of millions of dollars. Like, Letting him go was like a full on vanity thing. Just all the blinds are about him being an abusive motherfucker. Yeah, it's like it almost becomes repetitive because it's like. Can I do a Victoria Justice one? Sure. Because I feel like Victoria Justice has been so fucked by the entertainment world. Yeah, totally. Because they put her and Ariana against one another immediately. Mm -hmm. And Ariana had Scooter. And Scooter kind of blackballed Victoria from having a singing career. And then I think Dan liked Ariana more, so he kind of got rid of Victoria. Right. The former A-list teen show actress, despite being older than a teen, who was cast aside for a teen who used her voice and feet to get great advantage, has been forced to spend more time yachting because she can't get any work. Victoria Justice, Ariana Grande, and Dan Schneider. Um, I'm happy that that blind brought up yachting because it's like, I think it helps people kind of understand this idea that like, especially with the quote that you read earlier, mm-hmm. um, that like, as a kid, like if this happens to you and then 
you go through a period of being like hypersexualized and hypersexual and just being like, well, I'll fuck any producer if it means I get a job. Like that was easy. I'll just keep doing it. Um, the next natural progression, a la Lindsay Lohan, is to yacht. Because right. you do become less desirable to producers who have an onslaught of tween and you know teen girls showing up. If you're Lindsay in your mid-20s and you're like kind of what Hollywood considered to be washed up, the next natural progression, because people always say like, well, why would a celebrity yacht? For a lot of people, the natural progression is to then yacht because it's how you've been trained in this industry to make money. Mm -hmm. You know, like maybe you don't want to do some fucking yogurt endorsement or something. You want $100,000 right now. So you're going to go on a yacht. Yeah. This fires me up. I know. I know. It makes me so angry. And it makes me so mad that they make these girls look crazy. That's the worst part. And even with Jamie Lynn, you know, I know, like I said, I know we were harsh on her in her episode. And I think now Jamie Lynn is not Jamie Lynn from Zoe 101. Right. But like, she was a slut. You know, how dare she get pregnant as a teenager? That was the narrative around it. Right. It was even teachers in my school were like, can you believe Jamie Lynn's pregnant at 16? Yeah. And it's like, think about what you're making fun of. Right. Especially when you know, like the, I never, the Amanda stuff always killed me. Yeah. Like it, it gave me such Britney PTSD. I was like, I cannot believe this is happening again to somebody who is so undeserving of this. Like, and just being out in public, out in the streets, you know, even worse because the paparazzi weren't really, the paparazzi were following Amanda Bynes in a way that was like just enough to be really sad. It wasn't like Britney where she was being hounded. She was being followed by a few people who would catch her doing horrifically sad things like sleeping on couches at malls or, you know, walking around New York City in like slippers and talking to herself and like it's like, this is Amanda Bynes. Like, right. And we're making fun of her and like, nobody seems to be concerned. You know, Wendy Williams is like laughing at her and she's on TV and I'm like, what is wrong with people? Yeah. I mean, mental health just wasn't talked about. Yeah. And God forbid you mentioned that these young children actors, and it's not all just females. I do want to say that. I'm saying actors, blanket term, totally. men, young boys, young women, that there are people in Hollywood who will fuck them. Yeah. That that's it. Like it is. That's the that's the true tea. Like that's it. And again, I just want to reiterate and specify that like we're not trying to fucking like I don't even think that you and I have like QAnon on our minds when we're talking about this stuff. Like we're simply coming at it from a perspective of being people who love pop culture and Hollywood. Yeah. And I just think that it's disgusting that QAnon has attached themselves to this. It's like, find some other thing to make like your cause, but to now like muddy this already really fucked up thing that, that, that does happen. And also like, it's like, like, I just, I would ask people to like, just fully remove themselves from that. Mm -hmm. and look at this with common sense 
Because when we did the BuzzFeed article, that was what the person interviewing us was trying to get, trying to be like, well, is there a crossover? I'm like, sure, if you think so, but no. Like, like, I guess if you look at it from a very broad, like space, yeah, you could say they're similar, but I really do not. I don't know. I don't buy into that. I don't either. I don't either. And if that's the case, there's, like I said earlier, there is also technically crossover with me too. Yeah. So are you going to, are you going to claim then that women are not being assaulted in Hollywood? Cause it would be the exact same thing because there are tons of kids and adults who have come forward and said that they were just like there have been women and adult men who have come forward and said that they were mm-hmm. a part of, and that was like a part of me too. So like, what's the difference? I, I honestly think it's just hard for people to believe. Yeah, I agree. Like the idea of Dan Schneider maybe being the father to Jamie Lynn's child makes me physically sick, like yeah, sick to my stomach to think of that. But right. there's a possibility. Yeah, there is a possibility. Mm-hmm. And I also understand the perspective of people not wanting to not really being willing to give up on their favorites, you know, they're not willing to like, you know, it's like, you want to be able to watch these shows and listen to music and watch these movies and stuff and just like indulge in it. And you should be allowed to do that. And that's why I do think that for the most part, there does have to be some sort of, there's, there has to be some separation between the content that you take in and the people involved in it, because you can name 10 movies and all 10 of those movies will have somebody involved, whether it's a, produ- a producer, a writer, a director, an actor who is deemed rotted. Mm-hmm. You just like, it's one of those, like, if you go looking for trouble, you're going to find it kind of things. And yeah, I, I want to be able to enjoy certain people's music and shit without knowing this, but it just is reality. Yeah. You just kind of have to deal with it how you choose to deal with it, you know? For sure. And and I just think these stories are really important to tell. I do too. You know, I don't think we're doing anything that's gonna, I don't know. I'm not trying to say that. Actually, I think this is important. You know, I don't know, think we're considered viable news people. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> right. But what we are talking about is important and should be taken as important. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I remember when I was home, my nieces were watching Henry Danger and at the end, uh, Schneider's Bakery popped up and my heart dropped to the floor. Yeah. And I looked at my stepmom. I'm like, do you know who made this? And like, I started going off and she was like, Kelly, Kelly, it's the girls like the show. And I was right. kind of like, fuck. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. It's like, if I could go back, if I could go back and just take the blue pill and like not know anything, sure, I probably would. You know what I mean? But like, I think it's like you said I think it's important to tell these stories like it's important to make some sort of dent even if it's a tiny one because this is fucked up and I feel bad for these people and I love Amanda Bynes and I'm gonna do everything I can to make sure people know what happened to her you know right yeah and I feel bad laughing at those tweets you know when they were coming out and I remember there were moments where I was like trying to poke at Amanda a little bit to try and get in a Twitter fight with her. Yeah. And now I'm like, wow, I was really a part of the problem. We all were though. Yeah. 
I mean, same with Britney and all that stuff, but yeah. Jeanette McCurdy is someone who's actively going out there. And so is Allison Stoner. She was, or was she on Nickelodeon? She was on Disney, I think. Yeah, I think she may have been Disney, but I'm not sure. But she's also coming out with a lot of stuff being like, there are pedophiles in Hollywood. There are predators in Hollywood. And people just aren't listening. It makes me so mad. I'm like, how many times does this girl have to tell you what happened to her for you to be like, hmm, okay. Right. Yeah. I'm not sure. Hmm. It's like. Yeah. Rather than be like, why didn't, then why didn't Selena say anything? Right. Why didn't Demi? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I don't know if I. I don't know. I mean, I, we have other blinds that we can read, but I just don't know if I do have a kooky one. Okay. It's not kooky in a fun way, but it's kooky. Like it'll make you tilt your head. Okay. One thing that won't be shown in this proposed new show featuring a one hit wonder is that set is that set visit back in the day to that horrible for tweens network. The producer was a big fan. So he managed to find several groupies willing to hook up with the guest star in exchange for getting to hang out backstage at an event with numerous underage tweens and teens that were fans of the one-hit wonder. That is Dan Schneider's friendship with Vanilla Ice. What? Right. That's sick. I know. It's so random. What show was Vanilla Ice on? Or was it just a set visit? Um, Wide Open, the real-life story of the rise and fall and redemption of Rob Van Winkle, a.k.a. Vanilla Ice. Um, and that's the other thing, too, is, like, you, I mean, you imagine, like, how many people he's, like, friends with and has close relationships to that are actors and, you know, actors that are, like, it's, like, well, if you tell my shit, I'll tell your shit, you know? Yeah, All the blackmail. So much- so much blackmail yeah I mean honestly if we keep reading blinds guys it's just repetitive I know and it's making me sick to be honest yeah and a couple years ago I remember Ariana posted a photo with him backstage of her concert I was I got angry Mm -hmm. but I also know it's not that easy to just cut ties with an abuser I know that there are many many levels of like right trauma that you you know I'm not blaming Ariana at all right but when I saw that I was like what the fuck and then when the iCarly reboot happened it was the first time Dan Schneider started tweet um trending on Twitter and it was everybody saying what a monster he is right it's it's known it's knowledge yeah I also I had a similar experience when I found out that uh that Josh from Drake and Josh invited Dan to his wedding and yeah I was like whoa like what really like I just couldn't believe that mm-hmm. but yeah and then there's Drake Bell yeah then there's mo- fucking Drake who's like a monster himself but who's to say he wasn't a part of that too totally 1000% because that's the thing is like like even like I was thinking about that that girl saying you know describing the audition process or whatever and that it it was full of producers it was like lots of male producers and I'm sure lots of male producers who were gay you know what I mean so it's like it's a buffet for them which is like oh god I don't know if I have anything else to add 
all that I have to say is like, you need to believe these people who were once children actor, child actors. Yeah. Now they feel brave enough to come out and talk about their experience. Fucking listen. Yeah. Agreed. You know, cause there are people like say Aaron Carter, who's like, nothing happened to me. It's all bullshit. Mm-hmm. But then there are people like Allison Stoner. Who's like, no, this happens. Right. You gotta believe it. Like. I agree. I agree with that. If like, if we live in a state of believe all victims and protect victims, like, well, then do it. Fucking listen to these people. Like. And I've honestly kind of turned on Hollywood since, honestly, since we started, probably before we started this podcast. Yeah. But even more so now, the way I look at Hollywood, I'm like, you are, you guys are fucking gross. I agree with that. I definitely think that there's like, um, like a mist of like, you know, worshiping these people in a way that is completely un- un- unstable. Mm-hmm. And obviously you and I are, we've done that and we continue to do it with certain people. Um, it's hard to fully break, but you know, it's like, I definitely don't feel any need to protect like Brad Pitt. You yeah. know what I mean? And I do think that there's a level of like, Hollywood has sort of convinced people that like, no, there you have a responsibility to be extremely careful when you talk about Angelina Jolie. It's like, why? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what is John Boyd going to show up in my window? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Angelina Jolie doesn't pay my bills or know who I am. And do you remember when Brad Pitt like lunged at, I believe Maddox and that's kind of mm-hmm. what, fueled the divorce it seemed everyone was like brad pitt wouldn't do that i'm like you don't know brad pitt i can know him why because you like legends of the fall you think brad pitt wouldn't do that like we don't know these people because he does charity that's awesome for him but he can still be a shitty person exactly so and uh, i mean even jenny aniston said he's missing a sensitivity chip as i talked about (laughs) but but yeah i think this podcast has helped me be like I don't need to stand up for celebrities. There are celebrities that I like Mm -hmm. and that I likely will not talk shit about. Obviously, if we have to, we have to. Right, totally. But like, I don't know. I used to be like, oh, oh, you don't like Taylor Swift? Let me tell you why you should. Right, yeah. And now I'm just like, that's fine. Right. Yeah, you have the same exact way. I'm like, do whatever you want. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's sad. It is sad. And my anger towards Hollywood starts with the fact they don't protect kids. And that it's just so okay that they don't. And it's so, everybody knows. I have a question to ask you before we, I mean, we already know Dan's rotted past the core and the tree fucking rotted. (laughs) Right. What do you think's worse, Nickelodeon or Disney? Or do you think it's just one and the same? I'm going to say that I think Disney's worse. I because think they punch harder. I do think that they punch harder. And I think that it's Nickelodeon at least doesn't force their stars to be pure. You mm-hmm. can be a Nickelodeon star and go out and do fuck shit. I mean, I don't know if that makes it any better, but it's like this idea that they're doing that they're doing similar stuff to Disney stars and then making them be pretend virgins. I think that is a, another layer of 
sadistic. And makes them all date each other. Right. Yeah. Like, they put those kids through, like, the old school Hollywood machine that we have, in most cases, ended because it's so toxic, but Mm -hmm. not with Disney. You can still be a Disney star and, and have a completely false persona and behind the scenes they're just like I don't know it, that to me is so like Nickelodeon to me is just like lazy and they're very like surface level with how sadistic they are they don't even try and hide it Disney yeah. is like magic and whimsy and people pump millions of dollars into like the whole thing every year and I just think it's all bullshit yeah yeah Sorry, I agree Disney with heads. you <laughs> I know I'd agree with you because I mean, the Nickelodeon massive stars, in my opinion, still don't touch like Jonas Brothers or, mm-hmm. or Miley. Right. I mean, Ariana Grande, but I kind of feel like Nickelodeon, even though that was her start, that doesn't count. Right. Totally. And then Amanda Bynes. Yeah. I guess Keenan Thompson's pretty big, but like he's like- been on SNL forever, but it doesn't hit the way like. Miley Cyrus does yeah like the impact yeah you know of these kids really thinking that like you know Demi Lovato is like a teen virgin who prays every night before bed and that they should do that too that is so sick yeah that to me is like really sick yeah because you're messing with your viewers too exactly Ooh, that was a hard one. That oh, was a tough God. one, guys. And oh, we know man. we rambled and it got repetitive. But if you look up any Dan Schneider blinds, it's all the same shit. I mean, they basically say like Miranda was his little pet mm-hmm. and that they slept together. No, he was raping her. Yeah. I hate that term slept with. He's 14 years old. Yeah. He can't even drive a fucking car. Yeah, I would encourage anybody listening to this who like isn't really as well versed literally type Dan Schneider's name on YouTube people have made some amazing documentaries think pieces um compilation videos like this is this is mainstream enough that you wouldn't have no issue finding out stuff that you want to know like it's all you don't even have to you just type his name on YouTube it brings up all the stuff yeah well guys thank you for thank you for listening this was a hard one but it's something that I think it's important to talk about. And I hope one day that the victims of Dan Schneider get respect on their names for speaking out when they did. And, yeah. and to those who, those who didn't speak out, like they're also victims. I'm really not trying to sure. like say anything negative about people who don't speak out. Cause I know it's really hard. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Yeah. I just wanted to, to clarify that too. Well, thank you guys for sticking through this one with us. This was a lot. Have a nice rest of your day. Yeah, have a good work day. Bye. (laughs) Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.